I stand for open questioning of authorities. I stand for honesty, fact-based reasoning, and debate. I oppose all censorship, including hate speech laws. I reject name-calling and insults. I'm Bill Warner. Well, that paragon of knowledge, the New York Times, has published a long article called The Roots of Islam. And these are written by a Kafir apologist, a Kafir is a non-Muslim, who will tell us lies to advance a peaceful Islam. We first meet Jack Miles. His book is God and the Quran. He's a Christian who gives an insight into the compassion of the Quran, so says the New York Times. The New York Times further goes ahead and says that it's highly readable, an unbiased study of the Quran. Well, I don't think so because the bias is in the first sentence. Miles starts off by saying, the God in the Quran is the same as the God in the Bible. Why? Because one should not doubt that Allah is Yahweh because the Quran says so. Really? Well, the Quran further says that the Gospels in the New Testament are corrupt, they're altered and in error. Does he believe that? It also says the same thing about the Old Testament or Hebrew Bible. The Quran further says that Jesus was not crucified and he was not resurrected and that the idea of the Trinity is false. Now we need to understand that the first step in Dawah, conversion of people, starts off if they're dealing with Christians with saying that we all worship the same God. So our Christian friend here gives away the first point of Islam, which is they all worship the same God. Now the New York Times says that this is brilliant scholarship. I say it is bankrupt reasoning. But this Christian is no different than 95% of all other Christian leaders, which is ironic because some of the very best scholars on Islam are Christians. Robert Spencer, David Wood, these immediately come to mind. Now, if this gentleman is going to believe something just because it's a one God book and it's old, he also should read the Avesta, which is a Zoroastrian doctrine, which is a one God religion. Their one God is called Ahura Mazda. Since it's a one God religion, it must be the same as the Yahweh, must be the same as the Allah, since they're all the same if they say they are. So I don't know if he believes in the Hura Mazda or not. But now he goes further than this and says that Allah is more compassionate than the God of the Bible. What a joke! Let me give you an example here. When you read the Quran, the very best writing is that describing hell. One of the oddities of paradise in Islam is you can look down into hell and see people being tortured to death and the torture is described in exquisite detail. So, if the best writing in the Quran is the torture of Kafirs, and the Kafir furthest is the lowest of all animals, is this compassion? I don't think so. Part of the compassion of Allah is this. There are Kafir sex slaves, which includes Christian sex slaves. Is that compassionate? We also find out from the Quran that Allah is the best of plotters and deceivers. That's compassion? If you're my friend, I don't want you showing me that kind of compassion where you're plotting against me. Further compassion is, is that all non-Muslims are to submit to Islam. Now, unfortunately, this gentleman is a standard academic. He won't challenge Islamic doctrine and takes it as given. Which is unfortunate. There has been some brilliant scholarship about the Quran in the last century, but this gentleman ignores it all. And now we meet our second apologist, Juan Cole, a very famous demi, that is, apologist for Islam who can find no fault in Islam. His book is called Muhammad, Prophet of Peace. He's the director of the Center for the Middle Eastern Studies and North African Studies at the University of Michigan, so this man should know a lot. He knows enough to rewrite the Sirah. The Sirah is the biography of Muhammad. He gives us Mecca, the peaceful religion. Now, unfortunately, there are two 
religions in the Quran. There's the early religion found in Mecca, which is indeed peaceful. When Muhammad preached this religion, he converted only 150 people in 13 years. When he went to Medina, he became a jihadist and a politician, and when he died, all the Arabs on the peninsula were Muslims. So, there are two stories here. The first one starts out in peace, the second one winds up in jihad. He further says that all of Muhammad's wars were defensive, and therefore there was just cause. Now, Muhammad committed 95 acts of jihad in the last nine years of his life. This is peaceful. He sent his troops out to attack trade caravans. How peaceful is this? You send your men out armed with marching orders to kill, kidnap, and steal. This is peace? I don't think so. And then there are the repeated assassinations of intellectuals who oppose Muhammad. Who will kill Ashraf, who has offended Allah and his prophet? I will, Muhammad, but I will need to deceive him. Do so. And Ashraf, the poet, was killed. This is peace? I don't think so. Now, the biggest peace thing that he does is to say that the killing of 800 Jews in Medina, that just didn't happen. So the worst war crime in the Sirah, the life of Muhammad, he just says it didn't happen. It couldn't be anything but fiction because Islam is a peaceful religion and Muhammad is a peaceful man. So therefore, it couldn't be that there were killing of 800 Jews in one day. This is remarkably unbelievable. The Sirah is a primary doctrine. It's like quoting the Gospels from the New Testament. Cole doesn't stop there. He goes further to say that Islamic orthodoxy got abrogation all wrong. Because you see, abrogation does this. If two things contradict each other, the Quran says in three verses that you can tell which one is the strongest because the latter is the stronger and the better. So he says this is all wrong because this makes it a violent religion. So therefore, Mecca has to be the real deal and the abrogation was done wrong because they should have thrown out the war part instead of the peaceful part. Our gentleman does not seem to understand that Islam is a gradual revelation that starts off in peace but winds up in jihad. By the way, there are three verses in the Quran which tell us this, that the latter is better than the earlier. But Mr. Juan Cole, the world's expert, doesn't seem to know this. Now, who am I or anyone else to question the New York Times and these two scholars who have university seats? Well, here's the deal. Do I believe these two gentlemen or do I believe Muhammad and Allah? Well, I happen to believe Muhammad and Allah. So therefore, I say that these gentlemen are wrong. But they're part of the academy, the university system, and they're just the typical people. Is there violence, brutality in Islam? Then they'll use all their powers of censorship and denial. They won't offer any courses that include this. They will not allow speakers that talk about this. And they will punish students who are not compliant. This is a collapse of our civilization because the cornerstone of our civilization and reason is critical thought, fact-based reasoning. But these people use all of their authority to censor. No fact is permitted that will offend a protected minority, and Islam is a protected minority. Both Mr. Cole and Mr. Miles have the mind of the demi. They subjugate themselves to Islam, and they're willing to throw out everything they know about fact-based reasoning to make it work. They chop wood and carry water for Muhammad. They just fabricate beautiful lies. They abandon reason, and they are the official truth about Islam. So they want everybody to feel good, but I don't feel so good when you're telling me lies. I don't feel so good when you tell me something that's not true. And they don't want to offend Islam because they're true demis, but I am willing to offend Islam.